I'm Steph. I'm Alex. And this is Not Today, our true survival story podcast where we talk about survival stories, whether it be true crime or wilderness or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You get it. You we know. haven't figured out the, the, um, the limiting factor yet. No. I mean... Right now, our limiting factor is you got to survive. You, you can't die, yeah. <laughs> you, you, oh, at least one person, I feel like. Because yeah. there's, there's some cases that I kind of want to cover where, like, people have died, but, like, there's someone who didn't. Yeah, those will be rough. Well, honestly, this is kind of one of those. But oh, we're not going to... Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, is that a spoiler? I don't know. Oh, my God, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, but let's, let's, uh, let's talk about Crumb. <laughs> let's talk about Crumb. So... Very exciting. Very exciting. Crumb is my puppy. I mentioned her in the last episode, and I am getting her in less than a week. And I, oh God, I can't even wait. I'm so excited. You've been just a ball of nervous energy that you weren't going to get her on Saturday. I know. Like happy. Well, yeah, because the breeder told me that she she might not have been able to come home because she's (laughs) under two pounds, literally under two pounds. And she was like, I thought you said she gained weight. She did. Almost three now. She did. Yeah, because I met her a couple days ago and she was like 1.7 pounds or something stupid like that and now she's like 1.12 pounds so she's a gaining skinty legend. a skinty queen <laughs> but um so yeah i'm getting her in less than a week and i i'm telling anyone that will hear me and you are included in that so thank you for <laughs> indulging my conversation your puppy my puppy talk um puppy talk but but wait yeah. so has what's the official weight that she is like Right. I mean, according to the breeder last, like yesterday, she was like 1.12 pounds and and she's supposed to be two pounds. Wait, what? 1.12? Yeah. Or 1.12. Oh, no, I don't know. You mean 16 16 ounces? ounces? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you got me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So 1.75 pounds. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. God. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm so stupid. You're really not, you're not good at the... No, 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 no. I have an excuse. I'm caffeined up. I just drank, <laughs> I just, I just drank a cold brew. I'm absolutely beaning. And so that's, I'm, I'm shaking. That's <laughs> you your know? excuse. Yes. Caffeine inhibits brain. Correct. It's fine. We're, we're, we're making it through. Yeah. I um, love cold brew. I really do. It's so easy to make too. It's, it's very just easy. like you throw beans in water and put it in your fridge. We love for bean 12 soup. hours or... <laughs> 24 if you're really looking for like liquid cocaine yeah that's kind of where i'm at so love that um the other thing is like um what happened yesterday i don't know if i told you but like i just heard like random like screams outside our apartment yeah you mentioned but like what happened like it only happened twice Mm -hmm. but it was weird because i was like listening to another podcast or listening to music and like i kind of heard it peripherally Mm -hmm. and then I was like, that kind of sounded weird. Um, like, it was kind of one of those, it could have been playful, but it also could have been somebody... Something sinister? Murdered. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. So, like, I, I, like, threw off my headphones and I, like, ripped the, the, um, the like, sliding door open mm-hmm. and, like, looked outside. Like, I couldn't see anything. It, it wasn't like I heard it again when I didn't have headphones on. Right. And I'm thinking, I'm like, what the fuck do I do in this situation? Because, like... It's, it could have been something sinister, but also could have been just somebody... Just someone screaming Someone something. screaming yeah. something, and, like, I couldn't hear it again. And I'm, like, imagining the conversation I would have with the cops. Like, mm. yeah, I heard a scream. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, well, did you see anyone? No. Do you know where it came from? Not exactly. 
do you have anything for us to go off of <laughs> no no i was like sorry. okay yeah that'd probably be pretty pointless yeah well so, at least yeah. you had the impulse that's that's good you know yeah i don't know but just uh just like you know we are anti people dying on this we podcast we're anti-crime yeah i'm just trying to do my part you're but, doing amazing yeah. well that's spooky but i mean hopefully spooky. it wasn't anything but, like i don't know what, what can you do yeah i mean nothing you know? at that point but um yeah hopefully it wasn't anything crazy but but who knows um yeah, probably not probably not it's a pretty safe area but then again crazier things have happened um but yeah i'm so excited about this story because it yeah apparently is... this is some case i should know yes you absolutely I didn't should. recognize it by the name maybe i do know it just yeah. by the details but not the 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 person's the name. name yeah well yeah. that's crazy we'll find out yeah i mean so i'm i'm telling uh the story of gypsy rose and Dee Dee Blanchard, but really the story of Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Mm. And if you don't know the story, you are in for a very fucked up time. <laughs> but like very uh, fucked up, fun, fucked up time. Not fun. It's a crazy story. I enjoy it. I'm very morbid. I'm sorry. That was really <laughs> weird. Um, but it's if you maybe, if you maybe not fun. Well, but not fun, but like super crazy and just all the things. Interesting. Yes. Um, and. So if you haven't heard it, that's tight. But if you have heard it, oh my God, it's tight. <laughs> please keep listening. It's still going to be fun, I promise. Um, okay, great. They did a whole series on this, right? Oh, yeah. So there was a whole... This story is huge. Um, and it, there was a whole TV series um, made about it. It was called The Act. It was on Hulu. And it was really good, honestly. I enjoyed it. Apparently, there was some things that they did that they took like too much liberty with and the people who are like actually a part of the story oh, was it a uh, dramatic like reenactment yeah it okay. wasn't it wasn't like right. a documentary it was like okay yeah, so like it was a like it was actually a tv series yeah okay. yeah but the people were like kind of i mean the people meaning like the people in her life were like um they were like i don't know why they took artistic liberty with like x y and z because it was crazy enough as is like why did they change that but it was still really good i enjoyed it and i i do know the story um and you know, it wasn't, but <laughs> wasn't bad to me. You know the story. I definitely. You're about to tell it. I, I'm, I'm right about to tell it. We're gonna jump in right now. So, I want to start by talking about Dee Dee Blanchard. So, Dee Dee was Gypsy's mother, and so, um, she was born in Chack Bay, Louisiana. Don't know if I'm saying that right. Sorry if I didn't. Um, a place near the Gulf Coast. Uh, in 1967, she grew up with her family in Golden Meadow. Louisiana, and she would occasionally engage in petty theft as a way to like rebel when something didn't go her way. Um, early on in her adult life, she worked as a nurse's aide, and actually, her family her family later speculated that Dee Dee was to blame for her mother's death in 1997, um, and they believed that Dee Dee starved her because she was like her main caretaker because she was working as this like nurse nurse's aide, and her mom was getting older, and she was you know the person. Who was taking care of her? Wait, so Dee Dee was taking care of her stepmom? No, no, not her stepmom. Her, her mom. mom, her actual mom. Um, and her family speculated that she starved her mother. Her. Yeah, and she died. Um, wow. so Dee Dee was a lot like her mother. Um, I think her mother was. I don't know if her mother was also kind of a low-key criminal, but she was like a shoplifter. This is Dee Dee. She would steal money from her family members. Um, and I'm sorry, are you talking about Dee Dee or her mom? I think both of them, because it said she was a lot like her mother, and then it said she was a shoplifter and would steal money from her family members. So I think... Okay, so it runs in the family. It runs in the family, yeah. Um, so like I said, Dee Dee was her mother's main caretaker. caretaker. 
Um, and after her mother's death, um, her family members reported that her mother was emaciated and dirty. Um, uh, so she didn't properly bathe or feed her? Yeah, she like really didn't care oh, for her very well. so fucked up. It's like a... How do you do that to a person? Uh, just you wait. <laughs> oh, no. So, We're not even like a minute in. I know. <laughs> so, oh. um, so oh, Dee This is going to be rough. Yeah, it is. A whole TV series right, was made all right, about all right. it. All right, continue. Okay. I'm just, I'm acknowledging it. I want yeah. to prepare the audience. <laughs> yes, we're all prepared. Um, so when Dee Dee was 24, she met 17-year-old Rob Blanchard at a local bowling alley. Um, Blanchard. Yes. Uh, a few weeks after Dee Dee and Rob began dating, Dee Dee got pregnant. Um, and Rob... A few weeks. Yeah, they move quick. Wow. Yeah. Could you imagine? No. <laughs> But they did. You've been dating somebody for two weeks, and they're like, yeah, I'm pregnant. I mean, I feel like crazier like things have I'm happened. I'm really actually pregnant. I mean, it do be like that, you know? What year is this? Uh, nah. I don't know. She was 24. I don't... She was when born... She, when was she born? She was born in uh, 1967. Do the math. Do it up. 1967? Yeah. Okay, so she's... Uh, it's probably 91. It doesn't really it's matter. It's 91. Is it 91? Yeah. Oh, yes, it is. Absolutely. Because yeah. that's the year that Didi, that, that Gypsy was born. Hello? Um. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to like give cultural context. Like, I don't know if... Because I feel like in, in the 60s and like older times, like condoms weren't a thing. Oh, apparently. I mean, like, I think they were, they, were but like people used them less. I, I don't know. Probably. Don't know. But like getting pregnant was at young was more common. Sure. I guess was the Well, point. she did. So She did at 24. Well, she was 24, but he was 17. So it's like, ooh. Oh, that's weird. It's a little weird. Um, 17 is not ready to be a father. No, definitely not. Um, so Rob asked Dee Dee to marry him because he believed it was the right thing to do. And they named their daughter Gypsy Rose. Um, Dee Dee liked the name Gypsy and Rod was a big fan of the band Guns N' Roses. So they got Gypsy Rose. <laughs> I can't imagine naming my daughter Gypsy. I know. But I mean. Like, isn't that well, kind I of mean, a derogatory term? I I, I think so. I think like, so. It's not positive. Yeah, I don't think it is. But I mean, but, you know, here we are. I don't know. They, they liked the names and they mashed them together. So she was born. Gypsy Rose was born in July of 1991. And Dee Dee and Rod had separated at that point. They were not married for very long, clearly. Um, Rod thought that they had gotten married for the wrong reason. And he had made a mistake really early on. And he said that Dee Dee was very odd and she would make him feel very uncomfortable. Um, he said that there was a darkness about her, and she talked about witchcraft and had a pet tarantula and would get very angry when he left her. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? What a combination. You, like, accidentally get this girl pregnant. She's, like, petting tarantulas and shit. <laughs> and witchcraft. And she's doing witchcraft. She's very she's angry all the time. She's the Ouija board around. Yeah. Who knows what happens. Um, so she tried to get him to come back, but when that didn't work, she took Gypsy to live with her family for a while. Um... So one of Dee Dee's nephews said that Gypsy's birth was slightly premature, um, affecting her skull. But other than that, she had no known health issues from when she was a baby. Um, According to Rod, who was still in Gypsy's life at this point, when Gypsy was around three months old, Dee Dee started started reporting to Rod that Gypsy had seizures and sleep apnea and and she began taking her to the hospital very frequently. Um, Gypsy had multiple tests done, including overnight stays with the sleep monitor in the hospital, but none of the tests found any signs of the conditions that Dee Dee was claiming. So um, this bitch was lying. 
yes she is a she's a liar liar pants on fire type bitch (laughs) (laughs) yes um so can i ask one question yeah where is this like what louisiana louisiana okay Mm -hmm. so um dd was convinced that gypsy had major health issues um which she said was due to an uh, an unspecified chromosomal disorder whatever that means um okay, even what th- medical qualifications do you have to say chromosomal she w- <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know what that word means probably well, she i was, don't know what that word means she was uh, she was a nurse's aide so she had like some some medical background which really honestly like made nurses aide. okay she made doctors Maybe. believe that she knew a lot more or like it gave her word a little bit more weight than I think it would have if she didn't have a slight medical background, right. which is a big problem. Yeah, but you just she just used a big word. That was sure, it. yeah. She's going to use a lot of big words. Um, but yeah, so even though Gypsy had no sign of sleep apnea, Dee Dee was still able to get a hold of a sleep apnea machine that she would have Gypsy wear to sleep. Um, and then from, from there, things just escalated. I'm sorry, What what is a sleep apnea machine and how do you wear it like what does it i think i think you like wear it over your nose i think and it like i don't know if it helps you breathe at night or if it keep i don't know exactly what it does but it's like a big monitor that you have to like wear a mask and like sleep with it okay but she didn't have sleep apnea she like the she had fully did not fully did not she had multiple tests done none of them said that she had sleep sleep apnea but dd was still able to get a machine and forced her to wear it at night um so Dee Dee also said that Gypsy had reflux um, and she was given medications and a feeding tube was placed in, in Gypsy. So, Excuse me? Yeah. yeah. Like where? Uh, I think in her stomach. It was like a, like a port, a feeding tube that she was able to like feed her through the feeding tube because she said that Gypsy- just like hook food up to this port and push it into like, her stomach? Like liquid food, yeah. What? Yeah, because she said that Gypsy couldn't eat solid foods, which was also a lie. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm just amazed that that can happen, where you can just literally like inject food into somebody's stomach. Like, yeah. I'm, well, I thing. mean, you know, for some for some reasons, like you need a feeding tube, but okay. like like especially for a baby, like if they have reflux. Or I don't. I don't actually. I don't know if what she's saying makes any sense. It might not. But she's like, just... if they have reflux and they can't keep anything down, or like if they can't eat and they're not gaining weight, then you could potentially need a feeding tube to like have the baby gain healthy weight and whatever. You know what I mean? Right. So she was. She had a feeding tube placed, even though she didn't have <laughs> this. That's wild. These ailments. Um, but apparently, reflux is pretty common in babies. It causes um, excessive spitting up, and they tend to grow out of it. So if, oh, okay. a, so if a mother comes in claiming her child is spitting up all the time and not gaining weight, it's not crazy to think that she'd be able to get her child medication. It's kind of the feeding tube that was like weird. Um, but so the feeding tube gave Dee Dee much more control over Gypsy, obviously. Uh, she could put anything in it, uh, pretty much. So it was speculated that she was maybe using it to like poison her a little bit. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And she like, it also had her, made Gypsy just completely reliant on her mother for food. for everything and this was this this lasted like a long long time this huh. was not like a just her, her little childhood you know so theoretically she could just inject whatever she wanted into yeah gypsy mm-hmm. she could be like oh this is medicine like oh, 
whoops, slip some arsenic in there. Yeah, well, Oopsie. she didn't do that. But, I mean, you know, who knows what she did. Um, but so when Gypsy was about seven years old, she recalls riding um, with her grandfather on his motorcycle and they had a small accident. Um, Gypsy suffered from an abrasion on her knee, which is just a very fancy way of saying she scraped up her knee, um, which Dee Dee said was a visible sign that would require several surgeries to repair. She, she scraped her knee and we go right to surgery? Just you wait. So she scraped her knee and she took Gypsy to the hospital and told her that the doctors gave her a wheelchair and she would have to use it from that point on. So Because of a scraped knee? Yeah. That was her what excuse. That was her excuse. Gypsy had already been made to use a walker at this point, but um, then she transferred her to a wheelchair, even though she was still very much healthy and able to walk on her own. I mean, she like, they did tests and she was still able to like bear weight. So I don't understand why they put her in a wheelchair, but apparently she you was... You got the ouchie on the knee, you need a wheelchair. That's how it works. I guess so. But so even though the signs of Gypsy being able to bear weight were very apparent, Dee Dee's excuse was that it flares up and it goes away. So oh, whatever. Think yeah. about how many times you like scraped your knee when you were a kid. Oh yeah. It doesn't make any like, sense. Hundreds. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. Yeah, probably. More than one. <laughs> Definitely more than more one. More than one. Yeah. Well, Here we are. Well, I mean, Dee Dee, because the, she's going into these doctors and she's like, oh, this is what's happening at home. And even though it's not showing up right now, like it happens at home and the doctor's not, none yeah, of the doctors were like, I'm not believing her. you. Yeah. Especially because she had all these other, quote, sicknesses or, or illnesses that and she... she was an N.A. Yeah. So like and, she... Right. So she told Rod that Gypsy had multi-system illnesses due to her chromosomal disorder and she would need to be fed by feeding tubes and take multiple medications and use supplemental oxygen oxygen so she was also put on oxygen and she also told him that gypsy wouldn't live beyond her teen years um so now rod begins accepting the fact that his daughter will never have a normal life and she won't live into adulthood um so fucked yeah so gypsy would regularly attend special olympics with her parents um and in 2001 you mean watch them no like participate participate in, oh. in special olympics and um because uh Dee also claimed that she was like simple like that was her word she was like she's slow and simple and she has the mind of a seven-year-old even though she's like growing up and whatever she can only function at a child level which was not true but and i'm gonna list all i'm gonna um tell you the full list of everything that Dee claimed that gypsy had wrong with her um in a little bit but this is just you know uh, setting it up setting it up so in 2001 when Dee Dee claimed gypsy was eight she was actually 10 um and gypsy was named the honorary queen of the crew of mid-city which was a child uh oriented parade held in mardi gras uh in new orleans so gypsy stopped attending school after the second grade um possibly as early as kindergarten but we don't know um and then she was apparently homeschooled after that but she really wasn't um Dee Dee just wanted her to be home all the time. And we we later found out that Gypsy taught herself to read by reading Harry Potter books. No way. Yeah. <laughs> like, what a great introduction to reading. I know. Harry Potter? Well, that's she taught herself how to read with Harry Potter. That's, that's so badass. So, like, yeah. you think about teaching yourself how to read. Like, I feel like everyone takes reading for granted. Like, 
could you imagine not being able to read? Like, even when you go, like, go park somewhere, you have to read the sign. Yeah. You gotta read a menu. Yeah, yes. To order food. <laughs> reading like, is you gotta very read much. Shit. Reading is very much a part of our lives. She she didn't know how to read when she was eight and ten, supposedly, and then she taught herself how to read. Yeah, she was pulled out of school and her she was you know wow. quote homeschooled, but she mean, wasn't like, actually. This mother, like, okay, so like obviously, I, I feel like we're gonna get even into even more fucked up things, but mm-hmm. if you are taking education away from your child especially reading Mm -hmm. like if they can't read and process information by the time that they're eight or ten that's irreversible damage because they can't i feel like you can't catch up at that point well or like it's extremely difficult because by the time that you graduate high school the amount of knowledge and like things you should know Mm -hmm. are so large it's just like if you miss the years between like six and eight or six and ten, you're just done. Yeah. You're just gonna forever be dumb. Well, Gypsy was very smart. I mean, she taught herself how to read and right. she right. was able to function. But That's I mean, amazing. if you think about, um, but it's just like I don't know. I feel like it might be, it might be like lost how much this mother took away from her. Oh, just intellectually, she took a lot of things away from a her. A lot more. Yes. But this is. And you absolutely huge. But if you think about what she was claiming with doctors, I mean, I mentioned earlier, and I'm going to mention again, she claimed that Dee Dee or that Gypsy was simple and slow, and she had the mind of a seven year old as she was growing up into her, you know, late teens and even early twenties. Right. Well, so that's what she's telling all these doctors, and she's telling her neighbors and anyone that would listen. And she got a lot, a lot of. Um, attention for this which i will again yeah. bring up later but if she wanted gypsy to have that you know effect on people to be like oh yeah she is slow of course she's gonna stop teaching her like that that doesn't right. that doesn't um, line up it supports right? her whole theory and then i feel like people won't question it because right. it's like how could you question uh somebody's child being slow like right. oh yeah you don't know that nobody's yeah. gonna question that like, and obviously like that would that would be such like a like there's no empathy if you question it it's right. like of course like oh i'm so sorry yeah know? of course this mother is and, doing like, the best your, for your her child focus is on empathy for this person rather than like questioning whether of they're course. actually slow yeah um yes and I had something to say, but I forgot. But we're going to get into that a little bit later. So um, after Rod remarried, Dee Dee moved in with her father and her stepmother. um, And they later claimed that when Dee Dee was preparing food for her stepmother, she would try poisoning her by putting Roundup weed killer, um, which led to her stepmother's chronic illness. Roundup? Like, I think it was called like Roundup weed killer. I don't know. Oh, I know. I know what it is. Oh, yes. Uh, we sold it at the hardware oh, right. I used to work at. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, that shit is toxic. Y- yes. Like that shit will kill anything that it touches. Right. Like that's why it's such an effective weed killer <laughs> is because it kills life. Right. So if you're putting it in people's food, not good. No, poison. In any concentration. Yeah, sure. Of course. I mean, but that's what she was doing. So, um, and during this time, Dee Dee had been arrested again a, a number of times for... Um, other things like writing bad checks and shoplifting and stuff like that. 
Like, um, but I almost don't care about that. Well, no, you You're don't. You're trying to give Roundup to your stepmom. Well, yeah, and she's doing. We got bigger fish to fry and here. That's not even the the worst of it, you know. Think about her daughter. But anyway, okay, we're gonna get this. into it. <laughs> I'm done already. You can't be. We got a lot to go. <laughs> um, but so uh, her father and stepmother confronted Dee Dee about her mistreatment of Gypsy, and their suspicion about her role in her stepmother's health. Um, and so after that, Dee Dee left with Gypsy. Um, she moved to Slidell, which is a suburb of New Orleans, but didn't tell her family where they were going. Um, they lived there for many years without anyone knowing where they were. And also after that, Dee Dee left her father and stepmother's, wait, <laughs> beep boop. Um, so <laughs> Dee, Dee Dee left her, uh, father and stepmother's house. And right after that, her stepmother's health miraculously went back to normal i was just about to ask that mm-hmm. i was like how's the stepmom doing yeah she's back how normal. old is she i don't is know she, like do you have a general range nope. she's in her 60s 70s no. no i don't know probably she's probably around there yeah right? probably makes sense yeah and like when you say she disappeared like into the suburbs yeah how and you say for many years do you like have a range like five um, years ten years probably 30 like 30 years two or three two i'd or say three. two to five I don't know. Two to five? Okay. Yeah, I'm just telling the story. I don't know. I know you're telling the story, <laughs> but I'm trying to get a sense of, like, nobody knows where they are for two, well, or two to three years, y- maybe yeah. five. Yeah, I think just her, 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 like, immediate family didn't know where they were. Oh, okay. Um, so, That's yeah. That's so weird. So, like in 1991 right mm-hmm. when this takes place like you could just literally well, move like 20 miles away and nobody would know where you are that's true yeah well that was when Dee was born or gypsy was born and that's you know way before this but anyway um so but like in the 90s oh yes i understand what you're sure. saying but um but yeah so in slidell uh Dee and gypsy lived in public housing and their bills were paid with public assistance due to gypsy's medical conditions um Dee and gypsy Dee Dee used Gypsy to get sympathy and money a lot of the time from others. Um, Rod was also making child support payments, which she wasn't claiming. Um, most of their time... Why? Why? Why was she not claiming the payments? I think she... No, I mean, like, she didn't say that she was getting those payments, but she actually was. Like, he was paying her. Oh, okay. Yeah. So most of their time was spent visiting multiple specialists at Tulane Medical Center and the Children's Hospital of New Orleans. Um, and here's the list of things that Dee Dee claimed that Gypsy had and she was being treated for. This is her full list. Mm-hmm. Um, so she said that Gypsy had the mental capacity of a seven-year-old, um, so mental retardation. Um, she had epilepsy, impaired vision and hearing, uh, she was paraplegic. She had GI reflux, muscular dif- dystrophy, anemia, hypoventilation, asthma, multiple allergies, um, leukemia, incontinence, lung disease, and a heart murmur. Leukemia? Based on what? I don't know. She was, well, and it was... Did nobody follow up? Like, if you... Okay, I took in all of this, the mm-hmm. things you said, but right. I focused on leukemia because... Leukemia can kill you Absolutely. very, very quickly. Yeah. Would you not get a test for that? It's yeah. blood cancer, right? Cancer of the blood. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I think if you get certain types of leukemia, like you're done. Yes. Like you're fucked. Yeah. Like wouldn't, is there a test they can do? Or are you yes. going off of the opinion 
of a nurse's assistant, like a former nurse's assistant. Right. Yeah. So I, uh, a lot of these things were very measurable, like, like, uh, paraplegic muscular dystrophy. Um, and she, Dee Dee would tell Gypsy to say that she couldn't move her legs or walk. Um, and when she was very, uh, what? Oh yeah. So, uh, when Gypsy would act like she was doing well or whatever, she would get in trouble and she, uh, would, oh, so the mom would punish her. Yeah, but then she would tell her to give the symptoms of whatever she. Yes, and also, um, I was when I was listening to quotes. someone talk about um all of the things that Gypsy had, um, or supposedly had, according to Dee Dee, a lot of the medications that are used to treat these illnesses or disorders or whatever, mimic what it's treating. So like it can give her this like the symptoms or the side effects that the medication cause make it look like she has symptoms of these illnesses or disorders or whatever oh so it's a self like fulfilling cycle right and also she was telling Dee Dee not to act well she was telling her that not to stand up that she couldn't walk and she had to stay in the wheelchair she was telling her to um oh she shaved her head because she was like the medication is going to make you um, like lose your lose hair your anyway. Hair. Anyway, so we're gonna shave your head now. And Gypsy is a child, and this is her mother. She's not gonna question her mother when right. she tells her what's up. So she's like, okay, I'm just gonna do all these things. And right. she was, and a lot of her medication, like her epilepsy medication, made her teeth fall out. So she made her teeth fall out. Yeah. So she was, you know, bald, no teeth. Yeah, and when when in a they wheelchair. would get yes, and when they would get um oh, tests so done awful. and they would come back normal, Dee Dee was just changed doctors. So, I'm going to we're 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 not even halfway through. Like we're just hold on because this Already is done. We're getting like derailed. Bitch. I know. What the fuck? Um so I actually so like I think I told you that I didn't know what this story was about but i think that i yes i i have definitely told you about it i was shocked when you said you didn't know about it i didn't know the name yes i know this yes okay yeah continue um so gypsy said that there would be times where she would forget to grab her walker before she was in a wheelchair or she would walk around after she was in a wheelchair in secret um and her mother would sometimes catch her and become very upset um, Dee Dee would tell Gypsy that she should have gotten an abortion when she had the chance and that Gypsy didn't understand or care about how hard it was for her to keep up everything that she had built for them. So, oh my God. Yeah. And Could back to the whole... imagine what? your own mother telling you... That you she should have gotten an abortion? She should have aborted you. Yeah. And she becomes physically abusive too. So it's not just mental abuse. Um, so... Uh, back to the whole like testing thing for like impaired vision. I'm sorry. Does she get the death penalty? <laughs> Wait, you're not gonna. Uh, we're not even. Are I'm... we halfway? I, are we halfway no. through your notes? No. And this is part one. We're gonna I'm have part already two. on the side of the death penalty, and we're not even halfway. <laughs> yes. She's awful. She's yes, absolutely terrible human being. Yes, and she gets worse. So, um, back to the whole like testing thing. So with the impaired vision and hearing, um, those had had uh been things that her mother told her beforehand um so that she would say that she couldn't see or hear before her doctor's appointments before they performed the tests um and uh like 
anemia and leukemia are very easy to disprove with blood tests and asthma is easy to disprove but Dee Dee was constantly changing doctors like I said and told them that she lost all of Gypsy's medical papers in Hurricane Katrina and we're going to talk about that in a second so she was basically writing Gypsy's medical history so she would go to doctors and be like we don't have the backup papers because they were destroyed, but this is everything that my daughter has. And they see this sick looking girl and they're not going to be like, are you sure? You know, I mean, they should have, they should have. There were, there were definitely times where doctors should have done something. And we're, again, we're going to talk about it. I feel like I I keep saying that, but (laughs) it's, it's not your first inclination to retest somebody, right? If you are getting, feedback from the mother who you just assume has the child's best interests in mind Mm -hmm. yeah i I get it yeah and she was also falsifying gypsy's age um i mean we said it earlier when she was when she was actually 10 years old she said that gypsy was eight eight. but so she kept doing she kept getting a wider gap in between her ages so um and gypsy didn't know this um she didn't know how old she was until she was like 19 years old um wow so uh I can't imagine that. And it also, like, people didn't know how old Gypsy was either because her mother kept dressing her and telling her to act like a child. So, you know, no one is questioning this person who who Dee Dee is saying is, like, 10 years old or whatever, but she's actually, like, 15 or 16. So... Right. Yeah. Um, And so a muscle biopsy was done and showed absolutely no sign of muscular dystrophy, but Dee Dee still insisted that Gypsy had it, and she just switched doctors. Um, after she told doctors that she had seizures for several months, they prescribed Gypsy seizure medication, um, and several surgeries were performed during this time as well. And she was a regular at the ER bringing in Gypsy for several different complaints. She was a very much a regular. They knew everyone by name. Like, it was, she was there all the time. Um, so, back to Hurricane Katrina. So, in 2005... After Hurricane Katrina, she and Gypsy left their ruined apartment um, for a shelter in Covington. The shelter they arrived at was set up specifically for people with special needs. Mm. Um, Dee Dee said that her medical records and birth certificate had been destroyed in the flooding. And a doctor from the Ozarks suggested that they go to Missouri, which is where um, that doctor was from. So the next month they were airlifted to Missouri. Um, They then lived in Aurora in a rented home that was paid for by a local charity. So uh, Dee Dee is just scamming people left and right and just getting housing and help and charity, charity donations and all these things. And, you know, none of it is true. So. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, I, I can't imagine like you donate to a charity or just being the charity itself and you really want to help people who yeah. are actually in need. Mm hmm. And this bitch comes around and is just, like, sucking all the money from it for mm-hmm. this child who doesn't need it. Yeah. Um, so I'm getting more and more mad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, during um, their time there uh, in, in Aurora, or... This is in Alabama. Or, no, sorry, Missouri. Yes, Missouri. Um, in 2007, Gypsy was named Child of the Year by the Oldie Foundation, um, which is, they, they advocated for the rights of feeding tube recipients. Um, and so in 2008, Habitat for Humanity built them a home with a wheelchair ramp and a hot tub on the north side of Springfield, so they moved there. And a hot tub. And a hot tub, yeah. A wheelchair ramp and a hot tub. Damn, Habitat, go. 
I know. Um, so, but, so they again took advantage of Habitat um, for Humanity and all so these she, things. Didi's gotten free housing mm-hmm. and a free house. Mm-hmm. Well, I know that Habitat for Humanity doesn't give you free housing. It's an interest-free loan mm. to pay off your house. But the house had a fucking hot tub. Yeah. And, well, I mean, she was also getting continuous payments from Rod. Right. And she was getting donations and whatever from people who were, you know, heard her story and wanted to help out in any way they could. So she was taking Just advantage like of everyone. whatever the 90s version of Patreon was. Right. <laughs> Correct. Um, so the story of a single mother with a disabled daughter um, that was forced to leave her home during Hurricane Katrina or due to Hurricane Katrina received a lot of local media attention and the community pitched in to help Gypsy and her mom. Um, the outpouring of local support led to a lot of charitable donations, just like we said. And in Louisiana, Dee Dee and Gypsy stayed in the Ronald McDonald houses during medical appointments. While in Missouri, they received free flights to see doctors in Kansas City. Um, they received free trips to Disney World and a backstage and, and backstage passes to Miranda Lambert concerts through the Make-A-Wish Foundation. So, like I said, Rod continued to make payments every month. Um, and Rod occasionally talked to Gypsy on the phone, but... Um, uh Dee Dee didn't really like for her him to communicate with gypsy um why because i mean she didn't want gypsy to like slip up and say something that she shouldn't say um and right. like you know expose this whole but i'm just wondering what her reason was well she wanted complete control over gypsy well I know, and she but was what also did she tell rod well so she would tell rod like oh she can't come to the phone right now she's taking a nap or oh we have a doctor's appointment we have to leave okay. um and he would try to set up um is it rod or rob rod with a d d yeah um he would set up uh times for him and his his new wife to come and visit Dee Dee and gypsy but Dee Dee would always like, last minute make up some excuse as to why he couldn't be there and so he called on gypsy's 18th birthday um but Dee Dee told him not to tell gypsy that she was 18 um she told him to tell gypsy that she was 14 and that uh he shouldn't say that he was she was 18 because he didn't she didn't want to upset her or something i don't i don't that was her reasoning what? doesn't make sense didn't but want to upset her right it's like actually the time that you've belonged on this earth is not what you believe right well gypsy didn't know how old she was she kept making her age younger and younger and younger so right you know that's just what it was so um Dee, Dee would also tell her neighbors in springfield that um rod was an abusive drug al- uh, drug addicted alcoholic um, who had never come to terms with his daughter's health issues and never sent them any money. She would also tell Gypsy that uh, her father was terrible and that he abandoned them and he didn't love Gypsy and he was happy with his new family. So that's kind of why he didn't want them to ever communicate or whatever because she was telling Gypsy all of these lies about Rod which weren't true. It was just Dee Dee was orchestrating like this whole... making the payments for like decade yeah he loved gypsy he just or two. he couldn't get a hold of her because Dee, Dee was in charge of everything right so there wasn't really i mean he, sh- he definitely should have done more and he should have you know tried a little bit harder but you know when you think that you're you, like he didn't really understand what was going on i guess i don't know right it should have been better but whatever um so many people were charmed by Dee, Dee and gypsy um, Gypsy was only five feet tall, very skinny, toothless, with big glasses, and her voice is very high-pitched um, and childlike, which only reinforced that she was younger and had multiple disabilities. Um, right. And she was toothless because of her epilepsy medication, like I said. And 
uh, we already talked about her shaving her head because she wanted to appear as a chemotherapy patient. Um, Gypsy. Yeah, because she had cancer and whatever. She was like, well, just shave your head now because it'll happen anyway. Um, And Gypsy wore wigs and hats. um, And when they left the house, Dee Dee would take oxygen tanks and liquid supplements for her feeding tube. And Gypsy was really only fed through her feeding tube for most of her life, um, even though she never needed it and could regular, excuse me, she could regularly eat even as she entered into her 20s. Um, Yeah. And Dee Dee would use physical abuse to control Gypsy. Um, she would hold her hand while they were in the presence of others and never leave, leave her side. And whenever Gypsy would say something that hinted to the fact that she wasn't as sick as she appeared or something above her, quote, mental capabilities, her mother would squeeze her hand very tightly as a warning. Um, when the two were alone, she would hit Gypsy with coat hangers um, and with her hands as well. Um, Gypsy had... Oh, Dee Dee had Gypsy's... Uh, saliva glands treated with Botox and then eventually surgically removed to quote control drooling which I can't even wrap my head around because I I mean I can't wrap my head around the entire thing how she orchestrated this just enormous scam of all of these illnesses but why would you as a doctor perform a surgery to control drooling when that's just some like that's not needed like why would you do that I don't get it. She had so many surgeries. Is there some condition for it? Uh, no. Did they like, test for it? I mean, they put Botox in her in her, in her her saliva glands, and then she was like, oh, she's still drooling. Let's take them out. And they were like, okay. How does that work? How, how do you, like, produce saliva? Does she not? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't don't know. you need that? Yeah, yeah I guess, to I think. Like, just, I don't know. <laughs> Seems <laughs> like it. I feel like you need it to eat. Um, like you need to break down shit. Yeah, tubes were also put in her ears after Dee Dee repeatedly told doctors that Gypsy had symptoms of ear infections. So she had tubes, she had no sal- uh, saliva glands, or she had less, I guess. Um, she doesn't know crazy. what age she is. No, she doesn't know how old she is. Um, and so Dee Dee attended nursing school and worked as a nurse's aide, so she had a small amount of medical knowledge, which definitely had something to do with why doctors kind of just blindly trusted her at times. Um, so Dee Dee had what's called Munchausen's by proxy or Munchausen by proxy. Um, Munchausen by proxy is a medical or a mental health problem in which a caregiver makes up or causes an illness or injury in a person under his or her care, such as a child or an elderly adult or a person who has a disability. Um, because vulnerable people are victims of Munchausen by proxy is a form of child abuse or elder abuse. Um, it's a little different from Munchausen syndrome because that's a disorder where the person will pretend to have illnesses or psychological trauma of their own to try and draw attention or sympathy from uh, from others for themselves. But Munchausen by proxy is, you know, for using for the using the for. other person you're caring for as your, you know, attention grabbing um, thing. So it is definitely a form of child abuse or elder abuse, but in yeah, this case, no child abuse. <laughs> So Gypsy saw a pediatric neurologist in Missouri named Bernardo Flasterstein, um, and he was seeing her for her, mus- her muscular dystrophy diagnosis. Um, he ordered MRIs and blood tests, which came back normal, and he became suspicious of Dee Dee when he saw Gypsy stand up uh, and support her own weight at one of her visits. 
Um, he concluded that there was no reason why Gypsy shouldn't be able to walk, so he contacted Gypsy's former doctors and found out that her initial tests for muscular dystrophy also came back negative, which was big for two reasons, because it disproved Dee Dee's claims about Gypsy's health, and also it showed that the doctor, it showed the doctor that Gypsy's medical records had not been destroyed in Hurricane Katrina. Um, so two big lies from Two her. humongous lies. Um, he suspected that Dee Dee had Munchausen by proxy, and when Dee Dee wanted access to his notes, I guess she just got access to his notes, um, she saw that he wrote down that she was, quote, a poor historian for Gypsy's health, and he suspected Munchausen by proxy, so she stopped taking Gypsy to see him altogether. <laughs> the real kicker is that... Wait, I'm sorry. She had access to his notes? I guess. Why? I've never, in my entire life, 23 years of being on this planet, mm-hmm. I've never seen or had any access to my doctor's notes no idea honestly i don't know how, he, how she got it but she okay. did a lot of things she shouldn't have been able to do okay sure um but the real kicker of this whole situation is that he never reported the suspected child abuse Dee Dee stopped taking gypsy to see him and it was like it never happened and i just don't understand how as a medical professional can you see what you believe to be child abuse and not say anything about it right like even even if it's like, well, no shit. She stopped bringing. Well, yeah, her but to even you if because you're what you see, her. right? Even if what you see is not child abuse, like you're acting in the best interest of the child. So, like, yes, it would yeah. be a headache and potentially, you know, bad for the like, the parent oh, if they weren't actually paperwork. abusing their child. But like, at least you reported it. You know, I don't know. It's it just I don't understand how he didn't do it, but he didn't. So. In 2009, an anonymous caller did tell authorities about Dee Dee's use of false names and birth dates for her daughter and claimed that Gypsy was in better health than Dee Dee was claiming. Officers did go to her home to do a wellness check, but Dee Dee told them that um, she did use different names to get her and Gypsy away from her abusive ex-husband, and they believed her. Um, They never even contacted Rod or did any further investigation. They wrote that Gypsy was, in fact, as sick as she appeared, and the case was closed. By 2010, she was legally an adult, but all of her neighbors still believed that Gypsy was a young teen. Um, Gypsy, for a long time, didn't know how old she was. Um, She found a birth certificate stating that she was born in 1991, which made her question her age. And when she asked her mother about it, she said it was just a typo. Just a typo? Yeah, just a typo. That birth certificate has a typo on it. (laughs) I'm sorry, that's ridiculous. What was the typo? So... What year is it now? 2010. 2010. Or in the 2010s. Like, oh, yeah, your birth certificate says 1991, but really it should say 1996. Yeah, I think she was claiming Very 95. Very close, mm-hmm. right? Really easy mistake to make. Crazy. Because people make mistakes on birth certificates all the time. Right. Um, so at this point, Gypsy began to test the limitations of her mother's control. Um, so Gypsy would attend science fiction and fantasy conventions with her mother. Um, and at one of these conventions, she met a man who she kept in touch with after through a secret Facebook account she made for herself. Smart. So so in 2010, Gypsy showed up at a neighbor's house one night seeking a ride to a local hospital. She was going to visit that man that she met. Um, and apparently the man had been assaulted by a group of people who had been familiar with Gypsy's medical history who believed that he was a sexual predator trying to take advantage of a mentally challenged underage girl. 
Um, wow. So Gypsy took the birth certificate with her correct birth date, the 1991 uh, birth certificate, proving that she was of legal age. Um, and Dee Dee realized that Gypsy was missing and found her at the hospital. She claimed that the birth certificate was an incorrect version issued after Hurricane Katrina. Um, she then whipped out her, quote, real birth certificate with a more recent birth date. The doctors believed Dee Dee and made Gypsy apologize. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2011... It's like, it just seems like a complete pattern of just, like, always believing Dee Dee and, like, never, never questioning. Yeah. Well, she but, built like, this I feel like whole if you thing. have two... Son of a bitch, this fly is pissing me off. Yeah. Um... But, like, if you have such a, like, disparity between these two, di- like, birth certificates, like, you don't even question it? I you mean, know, be like, let's take a look. Yeah, a lot of people, up. a lot of people didn't question Dee Dee, obviously. I mean, and let's she, well, she. one layer into this. Well, she built this whole facade and maintained it very well because she had Gypsy Gypsy, I mean, I guess by chance, or I don't know, maybe Nurture, had a very high-pitched voice. So she sounded a lot younger than she appeared. She looked a lot younger than she appeared because she only wore children's clothes. She had a shaved head. She was toothless. She had all of this this laundry list of, of disorders and illnesses, apparently. And all of her friends and neighbors and family believed that Gypsy was as sick as she appeared. So why would the doctors question her on this random day? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally Monday, like Monday morning quarterbacking right now, but mm. um, it would seem weird that like you would kind of want to get to the bottom of like this basic fact about how old the person was. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, she really used Hurricane Katrina to her advantage and she was like, oh, everything was destroyed. And so she was able to rewrite Gypsy's history. Right. And just just doctor hop, I guess. Right. Um, yeah. So after that, in 2011, Gypsy attempted to make another escape. Um, she met up with a man again. I'm not sure if it's the same guy that she met up at the hospital with or if it was someone else she met up with online. But she met him at a hotel. And Dee Dee found out uh, and showed up to the, to the uh, hotel and showed the man the false birth certificate showing him that she was underage and threatened to call the cops on him. Gypsy said that when they returned home, Dee Dee smashed Gypsy's computer and cell phone with a hammer and threatened to do the same to her fingers if she tried something like that again. She also punished her by keeping her tied to her bed for about two weeks with a dog leash and handcuffs. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Very sinister stuff. Um, Dee Dee later told Gypsy that uh, she had filed paperwork with police claiming that Gypsy was mentally incompetent, which was basically her way of telling Gypsy that if she attempted to go to the police for help, they weren't going to believe her. Um, Right. Yeah. So Gypsy continued to use the internet after her mother had gone to bed. I'm not sure with what device at this point, but she had access somehow. Um, In 2012, Gypsy used her secret Facebook account to put herself on a Christian singles dating group where she connected with Nicholas Godijan. Um, He was around her age and from Big Bend, Wisconsin. Nick had a history of mental illness uh, uh, as well as a criminal record for indecent exposure. (laughs) Do you want to know what he did to get that indecent exposure? Yes. (laughs) 
I'm sorry, it's just very funny. In 2013, he had been arrested for watching porn and masturbating in a McDonald's for nine hours. Nine hours? How? <laughs> if he put in a full work day of jerking. In a McDonald's parking lot. Not a parking lot. In a McDonald's. Oh, in a McDonald's. Yes. Oh, he's fully in the restaurant. As the employee who notices what's going on. You're like, like, you you walk in as a McDonald's employee. You're like, I'm not paid enough for this shit. No, but also. And you start your shift and you like go into the back and you start making food and you come out. This motherfucker is still jerking it at the same table. Well, also like. You had someone had to have noticed before the nine hour mark, but so it's like at what point do you call the cops? I guess I don't, I don't know. know. They're I like feel like you could eight hours deep because it's indecent exposure. Well, it's also no, just like yes, creepy. absolutely, but it's just an uncomfortable thing to do, and you're like, oh, I don't know what to do. But it's like yeah, officer, uh, we got a jerker. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, it's like after eight hours, it's like if this dude does this for one more hour, I'm gonna call the cops. You know, like it's yeah, nine hours, nine, nine hours. That's crazy. Anyway, that's, that's hysterical. So he was also, when he was arrested, he had a large knife on him as well. So he's a really scary guy. I mean, so think of... He's very mentally unstable. Yes. Yeah. Had a large knife on him, jerking it in a McDonald's for nine hours. <laughs> Just not not normal. Um, so in 2014, Gypsy uh, confided in her neighbor... Alea, Alea, uh, Woodmancy, who was actually close in age with Gypsy, but believed that Gypsy was much younger than her. Um, she, uh, Gypsy told her that their relationship, hers and Nick's, were, was getting very serious and they were planning on eloping. Um, and they, they even had names picked out for their future children. Um, Alea, yeah. who, con- who considered herself to be like a big sister to Gypsy at the time, told her that she was worried about her and that it seems like he was trying to take advantage of Gypsy a little bit. Um, so Gypsy yeah, also, also just maybe a poor choice. Yeah. In, in partner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure the neighbor didn't know about his, his, uh, criminal record, but still. His McDonald's jerking. Right. Um, so Gypsy and Nick flirted online for years. Um, Gypsy had made five separate Facebook accounts so she wouldn't get caught. Um, and their conversations would at time get into Nick's sadomasochistic fantasies. Um, okay, I don't know what sadomasochistic means. Violent. Okay. Just violent. Simple. Uh sure. Just a simple way to put it. It's violent. Um, so one of Nick's ex-girlfriends tried to contact Gypsy to warn her about Nick, but Gypsy dismissed it um, because she believed that she was just a bitter and jealous ex. Oh, no. Yeah. So Nick told Gypsy that he had multiple personalities, one of which was... I believe, like a 600-year-old vampire named Vlad. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay, so he, it, has, it was believed, he has multiple personality disorder. Yeah, it was believed he either was autistic or um, had DID, dissociative identity disorder. So um, he asked Gypsy to make up other personalities herself so that his alternate personalities could have girlfriends. So <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that's what Gypsy did. Um, she had one personality that was a little girl she had a slutty personality and she had an evil personality and they were all for nick and um their conversations mostly consisted of role play and each of her personalities had different makeup styles and wigs and you know whatever so but she doesn't have did no she was just 
like doing this for the love of her life. I don't know what to say. I'm, no, I've, I've, I've been speechless. My mouth's open. Right. Um, yeah. So a year into their relationship, Gypsy confided in Nick about her life with her mother. And Nick told Gypsy that he would protect her. And after some time, a plan to kill Dee Dee began to form. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. So they arranged a meeting in 2014. And I'm not sure if the meeting was before or after Nick knew about Dee Dee's, you know, evil side Mm -hmm. um so in 2014 gypsy wanted to arrange a meeting with nick where he could meet her mother um she planned everything and paid for his bus ticket to springfield um and they devised a plan that gypsy and Dee Dee would go to the movies and nick would just so happen to be there and they would bump into each other and meet but yeah so this was also the first time that gypsy and nick would ever meet in person all of their correspondence had been on, on had been online previously um so Gypsy obviously knew that she couldn't tell her mother she knew Nick beforehand, so she planned on meeting him, quote, for the first time that day and forming a relationship from there. Um, So that's what they did. And when Dee Dee saw Nick at the movie theater, she immediately hated him. She thought it was super weird that a grown man would come see the live-action Cinderella by himself. That's what they were going to see. And they were like, oh, you'll just be there. (laughs) It'll be fine. So she was like... at this point... Um, Gypsy is 23. She's in her 20s. Yeah. Yeah. It's but she... 2014. She was born in 91. Yeah. It's 23. Yeah, 23. Fuck. Um, so I gotta get like better two, at knowing ages, mid. huh? Yeah, right. I'm, I'm a numbers it's, guy. It's pitiful. That's how I do. <laughs> anyway. I feel like you just have a mental block. You're like, I just don't I just don't care about numbers. Kill this fly. There's been a fly flying around Alex's head for Fuck about 20 minutes, and it's getting, like, agitated at this point. Plowing head. Um, yeah. Numbers are hard. Uh, yes. They're both in their mid-20s of the Cinderella. Yes, live-action Cinderella. Live action. So, Dee so Dee said he was creepy and didn't allow Gypsy to go talk to him. You enjoying that? Live-action yes. Cinderella? I'm just imagining the scene. Yeah. It's crazy. It's just like crazy. there's all these children around you. I think it was... A lone 25-year-old guy. Creepy guy. Creepy guy with... Uh, there's Dee Dee and Gypsy mm-hmm. and just like how out of place they must look yes yeah and so during the movie they arranged to meet in the bathroom so they could be alone for the first time where they had sex in the bathroom um, wow so yeah they um, had to be in the men's bathroom yeah probably I don't know um, so this was actually the only meeting that they would have before they killed Dee Dee because spoiler alert, that's something that happens. Um, so, uh, after their encounter at the movies, they continued to talk online and they decided the only way for Gypsy to escape and for the two of them to be together was to kill her mother. Um, Nicholas took pleasure in planning on murdering Dee Dee. Um, and he told Gypsy that he wanted to rape her mom before he killed her, but Gypsy was disturbed by that and told him not to do that. She bargained with him by telling him that he could rape her, meaning Gypsy, after he killed her mom, which is disturbing, but that's something that happened. Um, Oh my God. mm -hmm. Yeah, he's a fucked up guy. He's a very violent, fucked up guy. I didn't know that detail. Yeah. Holy shit. Yep. Yeah, I have no words. Yeah. Um, What? Like, you, you get to a point where... You want your mother so you want your mother dead so badly that you give yourself up to be raped. Well, I mean, 
that's what she said to like i guess make him happy but i mean at this point she's maybe she knows that he'll be arrested for it no i don't think she does she's already in a sexual relationship with this man who she believes is the love of her life and she wants to run away with him so badly that she is going to kill her mother for it but i mean that's also for her to escape because she's being abused in every way possible so i mean she said that to him but i don't think she was like i it's i don't think she felt uh in danger with him you know what i mean Mm. so yeah i'm just trying to no it's still fucked up i'm really trying to make sense of it no yeah there's no making sense of it a lot of this shit just doesn't make sense oh the matrix is breaking (laughs) yeah i still don't know what that like vibrating that's like so like our apartment will like randomly shake violently and have this really weird noise and but it so it's like i want to say it's almost like a subwoofer and then like you're playing like a a juicy j song it's like super bassed up (laughs) course and um but they only it only shakes the apartment for like what five seconds and then it stops it's not like somebody's playing a song right it's like something else and it happens every day that's what's weird every day but i don't know it's it's just very weird and every time it happens we're like the matrix is breaking um but (laughs) but anyway back into the story so nicholas had traveled back to springfield on a greyhound bus um for what they called plan b aka the murder of Dee Dee Blanchard. Um, so that day, Gypsy and Dee Dee had gone to the grocery store, and that evening they had painted each other's nails and stayed up late. Meanwhile, uh, Gypsy was texting Nick the entire time, letting him know what was going on and what they were doing and when they went to sleep. Um, after Dee Dee was asleep, she texted Nick, telling him that she would leave gloves for him outside and to be careful because the door was squeaky. Um, she then let him inside and gave him a knife to murder her mother. Um, wow. Premeditation. Yeah. She was definitely involved. But so um, I'm going to give everyone a little bit of true crime blue balls because that's where I'm ending part one. Um, uh, no, you're not. <laughs> yes, I am. That's not where you're ending. I, I, I. Earlier today, I said, is it okay if I give everyone true crime blue balls? And you said, yes, of course it's okay. I think it'll be no, fun. And I said, I'm going to remember you said that. I said, I'm going to remember happened. that you said that because this is where I'm leaving off part no, no, one. No. This is what happened. You said, can I leave the audience on a cliffhanger? Mm-hmm. And I said, whatever you feel like you need to do. You That's not do. what you said, you shit. I said some shit like that. I said, you take creative liberty. Well, I did not say that. You can be as angry as you want, Blue but this balls is... balls <laughs> bullshit that you're pulling on us. Mm-hmm. I'm angry on the listener's behalf right now. Well, that's fine. It and just means you'll I'm have to mad. come back for part a... two. Part two is going to be fun. Okay, so we've armed a mentally unstable man who thinks about raping people. And now we're just going to end the podcast. Yeah, he's in the house now, and with a knife, and has gloves, and Dee Dee's asleep, and that's where I'm gonna leave you. Unfortunately, oh god, it must suck to be you right now. I'm so sorry. I don't like that. <laughs> that's dirty. Well, you don't have to like it. That's where I'm Fuck ending you. part one because it's my goddamn <laughs> podcast, bitch. So <laughs> that it's is part our one. Our podcast. Yes, but I'm the one telling the story. All right, we're done fine. arguing. <laughs> fine. But anyway, do you have thoughts on part one? Any thoughts you would like to get out before we end it? Can we 
is this revisit that I was done with Dee Dee like halfway through this episode. Uh, yeah. So a quarter way through the story. I mean, like, I was done with Dee Dee from the very beginning when they were like, oh yeah, she probably killed her mother by starving her. Hello? Like, <laughs> that's uh, not good. I just don't I understand can't. how the how no doctor did anything about it or or when they did tests proving that gypsy was not sick with whatever Dee was claiming and then she just disappeared from their care why that wasn't a red flag to so many doctors and there that guy who who did suspect munchausen by proxy because it is a very difficult thing to catch a lot of the time but this is like a textbook version of Munchausen by proxy. Actually, if you Google Munchausen by proxy, Dee Dee Blanchard pops up first. Like she is the picture of Munchausen by proxy. So like, I just don't understand. It just, it just blows my mind that this was able to go on for over 20 years, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. And she, Dee Dee or Gypsy literally didn't have anyone she could have reached out to. You know, she couldn't reach, she didn't, she never even considered reaching out to her dad because she She didn't believe that he loved her or that he cared or that he was even a part of her life, even a little bit. Right. And, you know, she didn't have any like close friends at that point and she couldn't go to the police because Dee Dee filed all these papers and whatever. No one believed her. she did, nobody would believe her. No one believed her. So this is the only thing that she felt she could do. And I get it, you know? Yeah, no, before you even said that, I was just about to kind of bring up, like, putting yourself in her situation. Yeah. I don't know if I would have come to a different conclusion than I have to kill my mother. Right. It's, like, it's so fucked up, and it's so hard, but, like, what else could she have done, you know? Right, yeah, I'm trying to, like, trying to, like, think of what else she could have done. Because she tried running away twice. Yeah, and she's kind of, like, she brought that doctor a completely different copy of her birth certificate and she wasn't believed and you know her dd's filed these complaints about her having mental health issues so like she goes to the police they just don't believe her like oh you have a mental like a mental well i don't think it was complaints i think it was just informing the police of her situation that way if something were to happen like blah 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 i don't know right but the point is that there's paperwork yes. documenting that you're mentally ill. Right. Um, All of her like, friends and neighbors believe she's she's right mentally Does ill she have, and she doesn't have any or friends. Mentally disabled. Like there's no other person. And I don't know how you could like. And she's basically, I would imagine, so she's 23, but she probably still has the mind of a child because she was never educated, and she wasn't socialized, and she mm-hmm. she doesn't. She doesn't have all the things that you might think are automatic. Yeah. And that might lead a person to think rationally. Of course. Or within, like, moral bounds. Right. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. She fully believes that she has no one, that she can't run away, and Nick is the first person to be like, I will protect you. You know? Yeah. So that's... Even though he's this creepy guy who whatever... Gypsy doesn't know any better. She doesn't know. She, she's never had a relationship. She was never allowed to have friends or any time by herself. Anytime she was with her neighbors or her whatever, like her mother was there right. for the most part. So she doesn't know what's normal and what's not normal. And this man who is her age and whatever is 
treating her like a princess and she he's telling her he's going to protect her and that they can be together and they can have this fairy tale ending all they have to do is get rid of Dee Dee. and right i think it was it was gypsy's idea but nick is the one that you know was excited about it and was like yes we're gonna do this you know yeah it was just a perfect storm yeah yeah so he's in the house he has a knife that's where i'm gonna leave you fuck you (laughs) i don't like it but it's okay because next week we will get the full part two it is just as crazy if not crazier so get hype it's gonna be fun yeah and you have to wait a whole week for it but it's fine you'll you'll survive oh my god it sucks but like you'll survive oh don't give me that shit oh my god just keep breathing (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) um Um, all right let's palate cleanser yeah tell me something good well my good thing is that i'm getting crumbs and i already talked about it and we already did oh my god by the time that we record part two I will have crumb. Part two will be recorded with crumb on my lap. Yes, with oh crumb. shit. Get excited. Oh, I want crumb to be featured. Crumb can be featured. I can put I her want, nose on I the little microphone like, and she can be like, yep. Yeah. You know, one of those. Yeah. That'll be fun. Fun. Do you have anything good? Um, I'm, I'm sorting through. Sorting through trying what? Trying to find a headline. A headline? Oh, we're doing a, a thing? We're going to do a news story because my life's boring. Let's face it. Sure. This headline is breathing oxygen linked to staying alive. Oh my god. Which kind of ties in with our our uh just keep breathing. <laughs> okay. I, Wait, I one more, one I'm more, done. One more, one more. Marijuana issue sent to a joint committee. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Okay, that's enough. No. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh come on. All right. Oh come on. Oh come on. All right, let's plug those socials. So if you would like to follow us on instagram and see all the pictures that we post and descriptions of the cases that we talk about on instagram follow us at not today underscore podcast um if you or anyone you know has a survival story or a true crime story or a weird creepy guy came up to me one time and told me something i didn't like to hear and then now i have to tell you about it story We'd write us hear it. an email we have a gmail account it's no today podcast at gmail.com um you can follow us on twitter uh at not today podcast but the end of podcast has a three at the end of it where the t is is three t is three because that makes sense sense. um and am i missing anything oh yeah if you uh like the podcast if you enjoy listening to us please leave us a rate and review on apple podcast it helps us out a ton um and yeah that's that's really it Thank you for listening to part one. Part two will come at you next week. We hope you come back and enjoy it. Just keep breathing and breathing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) See ya.